I'm not crying anymore Oh, because I praise the Lord I've been laughing all day long Because of my Lord Welcome to Lost Light and Laughter, an uplifting show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. If you're ready for some inspiration and laughter in your life, you've tuned in to the right show. It's time to show love, everybody. Show love one time. Who's strong enough to fight my battles? I know he'll never give me more than I can handle. My love, my king, the one that I do. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lost Light and Laughter, a show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A., and on today's episode, I'm catching up with a friend from Alabama. Janie, come on in and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Hi, um, a little bit about myself. I am a believer. I was a believer when the accident happened. Um, I became a believer in 2011. I had been, you know, delivered from a 2011 storm that came through where I lived at and it shook my home. And I just said, God, don't take my house. Don't take my life. Don't take my dog. You know, and in 2011 in May, I gave my life to God and I became a believer. So then, you know, uh, as I, you know, a series of events took place, you know, as I was, um, going through my life and in 2012, I was baptized. And then also in 2012, between 2012 and 2013, I took care of my dad for a little while before he decided to uh, wander off and had they put him back into the uh, psych ward because he was a war uh, person from the war. And so he had mental you know, issues because of that. And then in 2014, I got a uh, dry cleaning job. And then dry cleaning job, a lot of people don't understand that kind of work. Um you have to get up way early in the morning before the chickens crow mm-hmm. and you have to get up and get your day started. And on that day, this is how my day proceeded. I woke up at 4.30 that morning. I got up. I had prayer with God. I fed the dog. I let him out. I got dressed. I had breakfast and I went off to work. I got to work early that morning and I opened up the back of the dry cleaners. Uh, the You have to get the boilers going and I started scrubbing my shirts and coughs and colors. Curls and everything to get it into the machine. And then the lady who pressed pants, I put her stuff in there and I, we, you know, pressed our shirts and pants and did all of our work that day. I got off that morning or late afternoon, I call it, uh, between 11 and 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I cashed my check. I got on the interstate, headed home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got off the exit. I went just a little while on the road when I got off the exit. Then after that, I don't remember anything. Okay. So tell us about the loss. Tell us from whatever it is that you can remember, Jamie, you know, you have the freedom to share whatever it is that you want to share with the audience. So tell us about that tragic loss in your life. I woke up at the hospital. My mom said I woke up at UAB. I don't remember that day. I don't have any recollection of waking up, but they were all called into a conference room to discuss my health because uh, my mom, not knowing much about, you know, that kind of thing, she asked them, could they save one leg? And then she was asking them, could they put the bones back in that they came out? And, you know, all kind of things like that. Well, I stayed at UAB for a week and then they put me to UAB um, rehab in Spain. 
Well, uh, the doctor had relieved me from, you know, using the bedpan and said I could go to the big bathroom. Well, I had pushed the nurse button at least three or four times and no one came. So I really had to go to the bathroom that day. I really had to go. So I put one leg over and then I put the other leg over and started to stand up. Well, that's when I went bam on the ground and uh, pain was all over my body because I was not told anything about my body. Nothing about what happened, nothing. Wow. So when I hit boom on the ground that day, in the room, the hospital room, that's when I found out I only had one leg. Wow, wow, wow. So, oh, wow. So, Janie, tell, um, so because you said you didn't remember what happened. Tell us what they told you happened. Well, they had told me that um, cut off my leg and everything. Then they told me that they had put a uh, pin through my hip because I got to see the aftermath uh, of the video because the person who hit me was on drugs and alcohol. So everybody, uh, they don't know the full story. Janie was in a car accident with someone that was under the influence. And unfortunately, she lost her leg in the process of this accident. Yes. And I, and I had pins, um, in my left foot. They took them out, but they wound up shaving an eighth of my ankle off. So I had four pins in my, um, left foot and I had a CT vertical fracture. My head tried to knock out the windshield. And that's why I had the CT vertical fracture. And the, when I saw the aftermath on the video, I had a blanket wrapped around me around the, the waist part. I didn't have my pants. And I was like, well, why don't I have my pants on? And I was told that when the EMTs got to me, I mean, the car hit me and my car spun. And when it spun, uh, I guess I was out while it was spinning. And when I got, you know, the EMTs got to me, they said, don't push or you're going to push us down the, you know, the the ravine there, the the hill part. And so they had to get me from the uh, car onto a board, onto the bed, into the ambulance. Wow. And get me to the hospital. I knew nothing about what was going on with my body. I had no recollection. I didn't find out until 2019 that I have a bolt in my back that goes from hip to hip. A long bolt. And that it, it was just devastating, you know, to wait years and years and years later to find out all the different aftermath of exactly what is missing out of my body. Right, right, right. So, Janie, tell the audience, when you found out um, that your leg was missing, what was your initial reaction? I know you said you were in pain, but what was your initial reaction? I called out to God. I said, Mm -hmm. God, you brought me into this world with two of everything. Mm -hmm. I said, I felt like the Israelite children when they were in Egypt and they were asked, uh, they they were in a land that they did not know. Mm-hmm. And so when I called out to God, I said, God, you brought me in this world with two of everything. Now mm-hmm. show me how I'm supposed to do this with one leg. Yes, yes, yes. And I fought mentally because, you know, you, you go to work, you got everything. Right, you wake right. up and you're, you're like, your leg's caffeinated. You got pins on this side. I mean, you look like yes, a porcupine because yes. you got everything missing and some of the stuff that you don't need in you in you right. because you got no bones in those places. Right. And right. it was it was a mental, a mental fight, you know, trying to keep my sanity, trying to 
I guess that's why they call me headstrong uh-huh. because I was trying to stay in my own home. I did not want to have to be in a nursing home. I didn't want to have to go to my mom's house. I right. wanted my house that, you know, I worked so hard to take care of because before my accident, I was a happening person. Right. I was going to yes. Church, choir. Yes. Was going to yes. Yes. Work, home, yes. family, you name it. I was yes. doing it. Yes. Yes. I remember. Yes. And, so I went from yeah. independent to dependent right. and having to learn how to do everything all over again. And mm-hmm. it was just oh, devastating mentally. I bet. I can imagine. So, Janie, tell us about the light, because we already know that even before the accident that you were saved, you were walking with Christ. You know, we attended the same church together and everything yeah. like that. And so tell us what. What did God speak to you? What did you learn? You know, I know he was talking to you. you oh, know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know I, he was. And I thought about that too. I said, I remember hearing you say, I watched some of your stuff there. And I remember you saying, where, where was God and all that? I said, he was standing right there telling the devil, no, that one's mine. You can't have her. That's right. <laughs> That's because right. The, the, the EMT said, they don't know how I wasn't dead. Mm-hmm. They got to me. I said, I could tell you how. Because God was standing there. That's right. And he was not letting me go anywhere, but right there with him. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen. Ah, I thank God for his goodness and I thank God for his mercy in so many ways. So, okay. So, Janie, we talked about the accident and, mm-hmm. you know, initially you knew nothing about it. And then they had to tell you what happened. They had to tell you that you were hit by someone that was under the influence. Right. And then, of course, God was with you the whole time. And he just right, held right. your hand and, you know, it took some time, you know, it with did, everything. It did. It, it did. did. And a lot of people was, you know, they were wanting to, you wanted me to be healed. I mean, they tried rehabilitating me. I tried working. I think I tried everything underneath the sun, but my body just wasn't ready. And it's like, I tried to tell them, you can't make somebody well for your benefit or whole for your benefit believing it just like jesus told jairus only believe Mm -hmm. i had to trust and believe that he is going to push me each and every way and not allow me to get stuck and self-pity wallow and he pushed me on up and out of those areas so i would not do that amen amen yes 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 i know that's that's what god does for us you know and he's patient he understands oh. that, look, this is new. This is new for me. This is new for you. This is new for us when we're going through these traumatic events. This is not something you just snap right out of. You mm-hmm. have to, you know, you have to get used to the new normal. And I know it's a right. fight to go right. back to. I want my old life, God. I want everything that I had last week. I want that back. And God is right. like, well, right. it's new now. Like, we're going to have to do something different. We're going to have to do something new. And I'm rebuilding you. And I'm shaping you and I'm forming you, but I've never left you. And, no. you know, you just, you're grateful for so, that. It was so, uh, mir- uh, uh, God, so miracle. It was God because I remember in 2017, I had got denied for, I think, the third or fourth time. And I was at my mom's. And so I walked out onto the porch and I said, God, why did you save me? I said, because I'm going through all this hell. And I said, I want to know why you saved me. Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell me that particular day. But a few days later, he told me, he said, uh, you are a gatekeeper. Mm. 
He said, and that's why I saved you. Amen. Mm. <laughs> and then when you was talking about laughter, yes. I, I, I was here in the house in my wheelchair because I went from a wheelchair, from a walker to a cane and, 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 and all that. So I had processes to go through to yes. get to where I'm standing to today. Uh-huh. And I had fell out of my wheelchair two times in the house and I cried. Mm-hmm. Well, about the third time I fell out of the wheelchair, I just sit there and laugh and laugh <laughs> and laugh. I said, you know, you've made it when you can sit there and laugh at yourself. Come on, yes. <laughs> okay, now it's time to get back up out of this chair. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he, he always told me, I will meet you wherever you're at. So whenever I would fall on the floor, I would just sit there because I knew he was right beside me. Yes. And so Um, I knew he had me because there was, I mean, my life, uh, I mean, there was days when I was sad. There was days when I wasn't good to be around. mm -hmm. I mean, I had a bad attitude because I was mad because I kept saying, God, I am disabled. He said, no, you are uh, mobility challenged. Mm -hmm. Mm. You are not disabled. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I had to first learn how to drive. Mm-hmm. Brother Dan had took me down to the hand control place because I had to have hand controls. Mm-hmm. And when I sit in that vehicle and the driver started to drive again, I cried. I couldn't even touch the steering wheel. I cried. And he prayed and he prayed with me that day. He said, you can do it, Janie. Mm-hmm. You can do it. I mean, I have. I felt like a sixteen-year-old kid learning how to drive a vehicle for the very first time of her life. Yes, starting all over again. Yeah. All over. I was like, oh. I had to psych myself up the whole entire time. I had to keep telling myself, "You can do this, girl. You can do it. It's just a heel. It's just a heel. Oh, it's just yeah. another car." You know, mm-hmm. I, I had to tell myself that because I literally was shaking mm-hmm. all over trying to drive a car again. Yes, yes, I could. Yeah. <sighs> I can only imagine, you know, because that's what we want. We want to go back to the familiar. We want to go back to what we know and starting all over. And Janie, when I listen to you, I truly thank God that he spared you, that you are here. And oh, yeah. I, I thank him every day. I do. I yeah. thank him every day. I mean, when I start getting like down or something or a bad situation starts happening, I'm like, Janie, count the blessings, not the sheep. Got the blessings because God has opened so many doors for me. I've got my disability. You know, I got that in 2019. And you're talking about some, whoo, some jumping for joy. I mean, yeah. I remember sitting on my front doorstep, my other trailer, sitting on my front doorstep. And God asked me, when you get that disability, are you going to give me glory? I said, all the way. All the way. Yes. Amen. Because without you, I could have never made it. I mean, I pray for everyone. I had a good church family. Mm -hmm. I had my family. Everybody was there for me. They had people Mm -hmm. sitting with me, people watching me, uh, helping me take medications. I mean, I had help like nonstop. Mm -hmm. God is so merciful. Yes. That was the only thing that got me through. I could just imagine if I tell anybody anything from this, Mm -hmm. only belief. And yes. trust, yes. no matter what anybody else says to you or about you, trust, because the devil tried to tell me that I wasn't uh, I, anything a man would want because I'm disabled, because I have you know, a leg down there. It's not my, he gave me all kind of stuff, all mm-hmm. kind of junk, mm-hmm. but I just had to keep holding on to God because without God, I'd have never made it through it. Never. Amen. That's right. That's right. So, so thank you so much, Janie, for coming on and sharing your story. Cause 
All right. So we talked about the losses. Like there was a part, and I'm not even sure audience, if you even caught that, where she lost memory. She didn't even remember what happened. You know, she lost a limb. She lost her old lifestyle. There was a lot of loss that Janie experienced, but God was with her the whole way. And and that's the one thing that um, we want to elevate, that although she lost some things in the natural, her relationship with God was never lost. And because of that, she had laughter, even in a bad situation. She was in a wheelchair. She fell down. And, you know, the first time she was angry, the, first, the second time she was hurt, the third time she was like, since I'm down here, I might as well just laugh. <laughs> So we thank you, God, for redeeming laughter into Janie's life. So if there's anyone Mm -hmm. listening to this show where you feel like I don't want to laugh anymore because things are not the way they used to be, remember Mm -hmm. Janie's story and how she still laughs and how she gives all the honor and all the glory to God. And so that wraps up this edition, this episode of Lost Light and Laughter. Janie, I want to thank you once again for coming on and sharing your story with us. Everyone, be blessed. Keep laughing and give God all the glory and all the honor. Amen. It's time to give praise, everybody. Give praise one time. Yeah. It's time to show love, everybody. Show love one time.